This weekly travel program, Jet Setting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. Are you looking for a highly professional established vehicle rental service and shuttle service where client satisfaction is a priority? Look no further. MLT Car Hire is committed to delivering quality low mileage vehicles to suit your budget. MLT Car Hire also specializes in mini and long leases for individuals and corporates as well as staff transport and airport transfers with offices at the airport and in the Helderberg area. We are proud members of SATSA Fedhaza and Cape Town Tourism. MLT Car Hire delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to MLT Car Hire and Tours for our full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook. And here is Janet Pillay in conversation with Marie Louise, Director of Gravity Adventures. We're chatting this morning with uh, Marie Louise Kellett. She is the woman, the force behind Gravity Adventures. And we all know that we've been very much out of our comfort zone of late, what with this pandemic and all the various variants that we have seen. But Marie-Louise is that person that takes you a little bit out of your comfort zone, not as extreme as we've had, to a place where you can connect with nature, with friends and family, and most importantly, during these very trying times with yourself. Marie offers a variety of adventures from micro adventures, co-steering. I'm going to need to understand what that is. It sounds pretty (laughs) exciting. Tubing or supping. And I know that has nothing to do with supper, Marie Louise. Welcome to (laughs) Jet to Janet. Yes. So let's start with co-steering. I'm sure some people have heard of of kloofing or canyoneering, where you go down a river course and you sort of do rock jumps and so on. Co-steering is something very similar, but you do it along the coast. So we use a spot um, just near Simonstown, um, Windmill Beach, and we do a bit of snorkeling and we do a bit of rock jumps and swimming in the kelp forest. So it's a lovely, a lovely experience. Sounds wonderful. Sounds wonderful. I'm definitely a fan now of co-steering. And then please tell me what is supping? Supping is, um, it's, it's short for stand up paddle boarding. And essentially it's a very, very large surfboard type, um, craft and you stand up on it and you paddle, you have a, a single bladed paddle and you paddle. Um, so you can use it on all, almost all types of water. You know, you can use it on flat water, on rivers, in the ocean, um, on Langabon Lagoon, you know, there's, there are different boards for different sort of, um, disciplines within the sport. Well, Marie-Louise, I must say it sounds like a very energetic place to be and a very exciting place to be. And I'm imagining school groups and corporates and friends coming together and even families who are needing to bond, doing all of these very interesting adventure sports. Now, from what I see, uh, you're not just based in the West Coast. You have all kinds of experiences all over. Would you mm. mind giving us a quick bird's eye view of what is on offer? 
Okay, so apart from the sea kayaking trips that we do on the West Coast and in the in the Langebaan Lagoon in the West Coast National Park, um, we also have an activity pretty close to the Helderberg, which is um, on the Palmit River in the Kochelberg Nature Reserve. And there mm-hmm. we do tubing on the Palmit River in the summertime and we do whitewater rafting in the winter. And I need to tell you that the whitewater rafting there is world class. Um, we've got a beautiful, beautiful river in our back garden and it's definitely one of Cape Town's kind of hidden gems that more people need to need to try. Everyone is scared off because the winter is cold but we give you wetsuits and um, you're all bundled up and they, it's so exciting that you actually don't even feel the cold. So that's definitely something to do in the winter. Um, and then further and afield, right on our doorstep as well Marie-Louise. Exactly. Right exactly. exactly. Sounds great. Um, then further afield, um, up in the Northern Cape, we run our Orange River rafting trips. So those are multi-day trips, usually three or four days. Um, we are most busy in the school holidays, but we actually run trips throughout the year. Um, and that's a, a kind of, you pack everything on your, on your, on your boat, your crock, and you paddle down the river for four, three or four days. We set up camp every night. The guides do all the cooking. Their food's really amazing. You camp under the stars. It's just a complete, complete break from everyday life. Um, And as you were just saying, what with the pandemic and all, that's exactly what everybody needs at the moment. Absolutely. To just reconnect with self, Marie-Louise. With all of these adventure sports, you must be pretty zenned out. Uh, and centered, asking what is a typical day in the life of Marie Louise? Well, you know, it, it's it's probably in some ways very similar to uh, to many other people who run their own businesses. Um, you know, it involves children and households and admin and all of those boring things that we all have to deal with. Um, mm-hmm. But it does it does make a huge difference. Um, knowing that the things that I'm working on and planning are taking place in the great outdoors and in our protected areas, Um, you know, environmental causes are very close to my heart and the whole concept of biodiversity conservation and all of that kind of thing is so important. Um, And it does give me great satisfaction to know that the, the work that I'm doing is contributing to all that because, of course, using our outdoor spaces is not only good for us, it's good for them because it keeps them in existence and keeps them earning their living. So um, it's, it's a, a virtual circle all round, which does make me very happy. Well, it's been really fascinating to chat to you, Marie-Louise, and I'm so pleased to see that there's a training aspect to your business as well, where you do accredited training and assessment for paddle guides. I yes, think that's, that's a good way to pay forward and reinvest in the adventure sports that that you are involved in and certainly creating best practice is a way to create sustainability in business. Yes. Thank yes, you for the most, most refreshing chat, Marie-Louise. I will be seeking you out and I will be seeking out some centeredness and some adventure. I will certainly give you a call and I'm sure some of our listeners are going to go and check out the Helderberg during this winter, steer away from their warm fires and <laughs> red wine and whiskey and head out there to do some winter river rafting, is it? Yes, whitewater rafting. Great stuff. Well, we're all certainly looking forward, Marie-Louise. Thank you so much for joining us on Jet Setting with Janet. And thank you for the fabulous prizes, which we're going to announce a little later on. Great way to incentivize everybody to come out and experience some of your adventures.
Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Ciao, ciao, Marie-Louise. This weekly travel program, Jet Setting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. A man who is very fortunate to live and work in this leafy green suburb of Amschlanga is Gary Foster, who is the general manager of the premier hotel Amschlanga and the premier splendid in, in Amschlanga. Uh, being a cluster GM has its adventures and its challenges, and we're very pleased to have Gary Foster with us this morning. Good morning, Gary. How is Durban this morning? Morning, Janet and team, and thank you for having me on your show this morning. Oh, it's a beautiful day out here. Thank goodness we've over the worst of the floods and the recent rains. No. So cannot complain. It is a stunning day today. It must be quite special to to have Mshlanga as your seat of power, Gary. Lots of disposable income, a popular spot for holiday makers, lots of swallows, and big business also operational now in Mshlanga. Please tell us about these two wonderful properties that are under your care and curatorship. Yes, Janet, very, very happy to be here um, overseeing two properties. Uh, We have a three-star Splendid Inn and a four-star Premier Hotel. The Splendid Inn opened in December 2020 and the Premier Hotel opened in July last year. So in total, this complex has 190 rooms. And obviously, we can cater for all sorts of a variety of guests. We have room types that can sleep two people. We have suites that have lounges. So we really have absolutely everything. So we appeal to all sorts of different markets, whether it's a corporate, whether it's a leisure, or international markets for that for that matter. If you're staying in the Premier Hotel, you have the most stunning sea views from every bedroom. All the rooms in the Premier Hotel have balconies. So, again, that's a huge plus. You know, often that stay is in a hotel. just a great way to enjoy a sundowner is that balcony and the view, right? Absolutely. And, and, and the views from up the top of this part of Mschlanga are just unbelievable. If you're staying in the Splendid Inn, which is slightly back from the Premier Hotel, you have partial sea views. Um, we also have an, an amazing restaurant and bar on the second floor of the Premier Hotel, so you'll never be short of a good meal or a nice pleasant drink or cocktail. We also have a swimming pool, and we in the process now of um, building on a pool bar and a gym, so within the next few months, our guests will all have the experience of a pool bar and a gym as well. And I think one of the, the, the best um, things about the hotel, besides the amazing product and the fact that our owner spent almost four hundred million developing this build, these buildings, that is a staggering amount of money. Absolutely. Um, so we've we've got the newest product and we've got an amazing product, and we've also got probably the best location because we a few minutes walk away from Gateway. For so those that love shopping can go to one of the biggest malls in the world. 600-meter walk from here, nice and safe. And obviously, if, if you're not uh, one of those who needs to shop, there are so many restaurants and, of course, the beautiful beach and the promenade down literally a kilometer and a half from the hotel. So we really have everything here. If you fly in from uh, into King Shark, it is only 16-kilometer drive 
to our hotel with undercover parking. So again, very safe and convenient. Now, Gary, the, the tourism industry has seen some serious challenges. And um, this is a question I often ask people. How have you navigated this, this pandemic and how has it impacted your hotel? What have you done differently? I think, Janet, the, the biggest challenge we had was opening hotel in the middle of the pandemic. So in one aspect, it actually played into our hands. It, it helped us by us starting off slowly and employing minimal staff. So I was very fortunate that I didn't have to go through what many colleagues did go through, and that was retrenching or laying off people. So we were yes. able to start start slowly and employ as as things slowly return to normal. But I don't think we at normal yet. And certainly, you know, as a new property, I can't compare occupancies to pre-COVID times. But speaking to other people in the industry, we are we are not back to normal occupancies. Not quite, um, not quite where we want to be, Gary. Not, not quite, but we've certainly seen an uptick in leisure travel, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Most weekends we almost fall. So that that's really been very positive, Janet. Um, and I think, you know, I'm so pleased to hear that, Gary. And I'm pleased to hear that you do not have to go through the pain of the Section 189s that lots of our colleagues had to. Um, it's great when you start humbly, you know, a lot of the, the challenge with the sector has also been just changing mindsets and doing things differently. Because when you're used to having endless budgets and, and lots of guests, you get, in, you get a sort of a sense of a comfort zone. And you starting from ground zero uh, during very difficult times, I think it's actually quite interesting how your, your mind has a shift and you do things differently from the get-go. Uh, absolutely, hundred uh, percent right. So we we had to manage our expenses very, very carefully, manage the resources, the employment, and of course, you know, we were all absolutely on top of our game in terms of offering a clean and safe environment and COVID friendly. Um, and then, interestingly, when we opened the Premier Hotel in July, KZN went through that next unfortunate. Um, looting and or um, social unrest. Um, so, yeah. again, we, we faced a few challenges when we were opening the Premier Hotel. But once again, you know, you, you managed through it. And thankfully, um, that's all in the past now. We just look forward to a bright future. And it certainly seems to be light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, so I wish you all the best, Gary. My heart is in KZN, being a Durban girl myself. So I wish you all the best as you navigate the challenges that our beautiful province has seen. And thank you for the good work that you do in the sector. We appreciate it greatly. Thank you, Janet, and thanks for having me on the show. Take care. It's a big pleasure. We look forward to many of our listeners heading down to your property soon. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. This weekly travel program, Jet Setting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. So uh, talking about all things hidden and a combination of heritage, the great outdoors and discovering a hundred thousand year old culture. And joining us this morning is Michael Daber from Kwatu in the West Coast. Good morning, Michael. Yes, good morning, Janet. 
I'm just fascinated, you know, the, the sand, the first people to inhabit Southern Africa and this 100,000-year-old culture, which is considered to be one of the world's treasures, is uh, sitting right there and you, are, you have the singular pleasure of living and working um, in this amazing heritage center. It must be quite an experience to live and work there. It's amazing, and it's been an amazing journey the last 20, 22 years. Um, that's Gosh. how much it to get to where we are today, and it's been uh, just yeah, fantastic journey and beautiful things that happened and some amazing success stories. Well, we are all ears. We want to hear about the journey and uh, what the product offering is and how we can get to experience this amazing Kwachi village. I'm happy to share that with you. Um, so, so you we have we, a heritage center on site. Yes. Yeah. We 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 are 70 kilometers from Cape Town. We sit on a hill and we overlook Azefontein. That's um, about 10 kilometers from us. We overlook the whole Table Bay area, and in front of us is this entire beautiful West Coast landscape. And this was used to be an old wheat farm. It was dilapidated and run down. It was a difficult farm to farm because it's way too close to the coast and too close to, to the strong prevailing winds. And for a long time, farmers really suffered to, to do farming here. And 22 years ago, um, we bought the land. The land was bought by a, by a Swiss philanthropist and it was mm -hmm. bought and was donated to the San people of Southern Africa. They formed an organization and they expressed the wish to have a place where they could train. And, and the, the San had this amazing vision to have a place where they could learn about tourism, learn about their culture, and to have a place to tell their stories um, and to tell their stories to the world in a way they would, they would like to tell. They would like and so this was just an initial idea. This farm was for sale and we managed to mm -hmm. get it. This was a long journey of fixing the farm and planning it and, and allowing many sand communities to come here for short periods of time to work on this, to work on the restoration of not just the buildings, but also on the land. So it was very important that the land, we are going to take care of it and that we would respect it. And, and there was right from the beginning um, a good understanding that if you look after the land, it will look after you. And it certainly has, has proved the, the case. Um, so we developed all these buildings, these old West Coast buildings were run down and dilapidated and we built it to to a fantastic center with many, many attributes. Um, it has taken really a long time. Um, we have done a lot of fundraising and had to get a lot of support from, from all over, from foreign funders, from local government, um, to look after the land and to develop the buildings. And, and um, in 2006, we launched the project so that we could welcome visitors. And about... Four years ago, we launched a, a second project, a second leg of this project, and that was a new heritage center. So what we really do at Quattu is that we, we are a visitor center where people come to visit us. Um, we are open every day of the week. Um, we take bookings or you could just show up and there are many, many, many things to do here. Um, one is that we have a beautiful shop where you can buy arts and crafts that come from very far. We make a huge effort to find arts and crafts that produced in 
all parts of Southern Africa that's made by sand people. Or we have beautiful fabrics that's inspired by sand art, or we sell sand art, and or um, beautiful books. Um, we also have a restaurant, and this restaurant is is a very very special restaurant. We um, we do not buy or sell anything that is produced in bulk. We only get everything from nature. We we what we can't forage or hunt we only get from our neighbors who grow it themselves so we are, we pride ourselves that we that we don't drive far away we don't buy things in packages or or vacuum packed and we have found the most incredible suppliers in this small village in this area of Eisenfontein and Darling and a little bit further up the coastline and and we are so all the dishes that you will eat here are inspired mm-hmm. by nature or by local producers only um, by soft drinks that are produced locally so we would go as far as Mowbray or Melpost to buy soft drinks but we would not buy something with a with a brand name this was something that we really pride ourselves and we produce food that tastes different and it is inspired by things that taste different and and it's unique and it tells amazing stories. So when you when you sit down and you have to make a decision, it, the experience starts because you really have interesting people. Young San ladies work at, as waitresses and they tell their, their stories. Um, and People really love the food and they really love the experience. Um, we also do guided tours. So we have people mm-hmm. who guide to take you on, on, on an amazing experience through a heritage center. And the heritage center has, has five different tours that you could do. One is first people, and that's all about food from the ancestors. And it talks about archaeology. It talks about our origins. It talks about art and storytelling. We have a, a tour which is called Encounters, when cultures collide. It really talks about the colonial experiences of the last 300 years. And then we have a, uh, an exhibition and a tour that is called Way of the Sand. And this is really special. This is really tells a story how people are. Wow, Michael. It sounds fascinating. And, and other, I really... Uh, I really want to say to you that there's phenomenal work being done and I'm already excited to come and visit again. And the saying that you have there, the the more you know, the less you need, just so totally resonates because it sounds like there's a thought process behind everything and there's certainly a focus on creating your own ecosystem, your own economic hub. And, uh, you know, it, it contributes to the, to the community around you. It sounds highly socially responsible. And I just want to say a big thank you from the Jet Setting with Janet team for making yourself available, Michael. It's been fascinating listening to you. Michael has given us some tremendous prizes, which you can win by visiting the Jet Setting with Janet Facebook page. Thank you so much for your time today, Michael. We appreciate it. And we thank wish you all the best with this fascinating village, Kwatu, on the West Coast, just very close to Darling, creating community ecosystems second to none. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much, Janet. Thanks for the opportunity. You're most welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. 
This weekly travel program, Jet Setting with Janet, is proudly sponsored by MLT Car Hire and Tours. Are you looking for a highly professional, established vehicle rental service? Look no further. MLT Car Hire and Tours delivers on service excellence and competitive prices. Log on to mltcarhireandtours.co.za for their full range of benefits or MLT Car Hire and Tours on Facebook.